Kombucha. Well, we just started the podcast. Thank you for bringing Kombucha on the podcast. Welcome to the ABJK podcast. All right, well, wait, wait. I want to start off with a good, like, bottle pop. We're getting ASMR fans uh, as well as uh, news fans. I know, you know, of course, uh, who am I? Uh, I got my blood test results. Right here. Is everything all right? Uh. Yeah, fine. Uh, across the board, fine. Uh, I I actually got told to. I don't know if you can see that. Drink more water. Yeah. So I switched over to Evian. Mm-hmm. This podcast. What are you drinking? What, what are you sipping on? Um, I'm drinking kombucha. It's strawberry flavor, but if you're drinking water, I'll drink water. Ooh, dude, kombucha, it's it's what? What is it? It's a uh, it's a fermented drink. Is it alcoholic? It's like 0.5%. It's not enough to get you intoxicated. Everybody's always like, oh, there's alcohol in it. It's not that deep. Yeah, it's just fermented tea. The ingredients in this one is specifically black green, black tea and green tea, cane sugar, bamboo extract, and strawberry extract. It's cool. strawberry flavored, by the way. I, I heard uh, there's a lot of strawberries in that in that one little bottle. I I don't know. I, my fiance she loves kombucha. I kombucha, kombucha, what what is bucha? She loves bucha. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I don't know why I'm scared of it. It's, There's I, that beep again. I don't know. Uh, whatever. This is an amateur podcast. You can expect amateur things from an amateur podcast. That's why you're listening to us. Yeah. Our parents, the only people that are going to listen to this. Oh. <laughs> so, uh, what are your, are your parents tech savvy? Do they listen to podcasts? And to my knowledge, no. Um. Mm-mm. I don't know really anybody in my family that listens to podcasts. Maybe my uncle, but like that's really it. Everybody Most has a cool of... uncle in the podcast. Yeah, Heike, Yeah. Uh, well, your parents. You close with your parents? Next question. Next question. Okay, <laughs> that's that's a, that that is our our safe word on the podcast. Next question. Get the fuck out of there. Uh, do not want to answer that. Hey, guess what? This book is closed. I'm not an mm-hmm. open book. <laughs> Uh, so actually, I have a list here. Uh, next on the list, donating plasma for money. Have you ever done it? I have not, but I thought about doing it. But I also don't know where to go. Um, I heard that some people like make a living off of it, and some people like that's a good way for them to get like like spending money or like extra like treat yourself money. Like that's what they do. But I don't know too much about it. What what are we what, 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 what's going on? You look. You you said somebody left. People live off of it. You're looking at somebody who's living off of it currently. I just, I just got fired uh, from my uh, uh, sample serving job at Sam's Club. Uh, they didn't like me there. They were not fans of me there. So they gave old Joe the boot. Uh, and I get about, or right now, I'm making, I, I get $130 a week. Give them mm-hmm. uh, which, you know, it's not bad. It used to be a, a hundred, or I guess it all depends on how you look at it. I'm, or, uh, I'm making about like thirty thousand dollars, thirty to twenty, thirty thousand dollars a year. I don't know how much I'm making because since I've been fired, nothing, I guess. Uh, so uh, it used to mean so much more, one hundred and thirty dollars. But now one hundred and thirty dollars is what a, a tank of gas 
in this economy. Shut up. No, my God. Have you ever been fired? I have not. Hold on. I'm Good blank. for you. Uh, we're true hey like i said amateur podcast doing amateur things we're eating on the cast my bad i'll close them up oh you're you're hey like i said we're we're both college students this is the only time she gets to eat she literally just got off of work that is a fact i clocked out 30 minutes ago got on the bus waited on the bus now i'm here yeah but yeah, I've never been fired before. I thought that was interesting because I low-key didn't know about it until people started like talking about their jobs and I thought about it. But every job prior to the ones that I've had now, I've quit. Like I never, <laughs> so I guess that means like I'm doing pretty good. I'm a pretty decent employee. What about you? What happened with you getting fired? If you don't want to talk about it, we don't have to. I, I hey, I'm, I'm a-okay with talking about it. I am, uh, I, I'm a semi-open book, you know? I'm a book you got to go to the library to check out to read. I'm not on the street with my legs open book. <laughs> okay. I, I don't know, man. I'm going for I'm going for a raunchy comedian today. And I don't okay. know, so I don't know if it's uh if it's landing like I wanted to. <laughs> You'll find Anyways. out when you listen back to it. <laughs> I, exactly, exactly. I've been fired two times. Okay. Uh one of them was by my aunt uh, who fired me uh i was uh god how old was i i just graduated high school so i had to be 17 18 years old probably 19 years old i was a stupid kid <laughs> and uh i was out in the we were out getting gas i was moving i was uh, moving furniture and uh we were out in the middle of nowhere getting gas for a big old truck and before we got back in the truck to uh drive uh, back to uh our uh, gallery furniture in uh, Snyder, Snyder, Texas. <laughs> okay. I fucking hate that place. Snyder, Texas is the worst place in the world. And gallery furniture, um, I hope it burns down. I didn't do it. I, I wouldn't have done it. I don't want to do it. I'm just saying I hope that somebody does it. Okay. Uh, we're going to get canceled by uh, big furniture now. Uh, no who, is, who is we? I didn't say that. I mean, Cheez-Its. I mean, off-brand Cheez-Its. This has nothing to do with me. Exactly. I'm going to get canceled by big furniture. Um, anyways, I was. Uh, we were in the middle of nowhere, and my friend said something to me, and I cursed back, and I uh, made a. I said, uh, you know, uh, fuck shit, uh, damn it, <laughs> out mm-hmm. in the, uh, just you know, pretending to be uh, uh, mad. And somebody called the company and said, this guy was cursing. Uh, this guy was loudly cursing. And then I, I got fired. Uh, well, I also I also cut uh, the length of a couch with a box cutter on accident. Oh, <laughs> I was, no. I was taking it out of a box, and I needed to cut off this uh, uh, very long barcode thing. And so I went, four times, and just this perfect leather square came out from uh, uh, behind it uh damn uh yeah bad job bad job uh i and like i said sam's club i -hmm. was uh handing out samples it was wednesday very slow i had uh my phone actually uh kind of hidden in a drawer uh, Mm -hmm. on this big metal cart that i could watch tv on while i was handing out samples there's nobody there there's nobody there and so my boss comes up behind me and uh, she goes, Mr. Joe, uh, naughty, naughty, basically <laughs> tells me, tells me to cut, cut it out. 
Uh, and so, of course, I cut it out mm -hmm. for about 15 minutes, and then I do it again. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I have my phone there, and she goes, Mr. Joe, you're fired. What? That's not even three strikes? <laughs> not even three strikes. Not even three strikes. I had just put in my two weeks. Mm -hmm. uh, not even uh, it, a few hours after we had a conversation that said I wouldn't turn in my two weeks. Mm. <laughs> so uh, I was uh, just... I have a new job or I'm about to start a new job. Who knows when they hear this, uh, where, where that's going to be, but, uh, uh, how, job interviews. Are you good at them? I don't think so, but I've got a couple jobs, so I guess I am, you know what I mean? Like, I don't think that I'm very good at them, but I've probably worked like a, a pretty decent handful of jobs up until this point. So, how many jobs have you had? What what's your uh, resume? It's just a whole shit ton of retail. Like um, when I'm not in school, I'm doing retail jobs because it's really easy. You just kind of stock stuff, help customers. Like if you're lucky, you don't have to talk to anybody that day. That's like slow. Or if you're lucky, you get like funny customers and they like are entertaining. Mm -hmm. And then when I'm not doing that, like um, I work campus jobs, which is just like being like a front desk clerk um so yeah i got a lot of my jobs i got a lot of my retail jobs because i had one like like that was my, my first high school job i worked at a clothing store and i would fold pants all day i would fold pants and then put see like shirts on like like hangers like be a cashier tell customers like you know standard ass shit mm -hmm. and from then on like i was just i don't know the apple of every other retailer's eye <laughs> I remember working for like some big department store. Um, I remember applying to some big apartment department store, like retail, and they didn't even give me an interview. Like I was waiting on them to call me or like email me or schedule something for me to come in. They were just like, you work on this day. They completely skipped the interview step. Like I submitted my application and they're like, you're going to come in like next week. And I said, and I okay, it was, it was actually one of my better jobs. Like I genuinely did not working there. I will work there again if I had room to be broke. I mean, uh, you're making good money now. You you can support your. I mean, you're not paying rent, or I mean, you're paying rent. You're living in housing. I'd be pay a bigger rent than anybody else, right? Like twenty one hundred, twenty one thousand dollars or something. No, I probably would have, but I had a scholarship cover my housing. That's fantastic. I, yeah, so it was way to like, go. Yeah, it's been a really, really good year. And then for money, since I don't have to worry about paying for housing or really any um, like payments for this like semester at least, like money just goes to like feeding me and putting gas in my car to go to work. Yeah. Yeah. How do you, uh, how was your high school career? Did you like high school? Eating Cheez-Its. Eating Cheez-Its, of course, yes, amateur podcast. <laughs> I didn't hate it. I didn't love it. Um, there was some stuff that was pretty lit. Like I got to do a whole bunch of nothing low key and pass. Um, I was in advanced classes, like AP, dual credit, and they weren't really hard. You just had to kind of sit down and like, listen. And I'm a note taker. Like if I can take a note of something, then I'll remember it forever. Hopefully, usually. So I got through classes like that. But I was on the yearbook committee and that was essentially its own class. 
Mm -hmm. so, and I was on, I, I played sports. So two of my classes every semester were just straight A's because I didn't have to do anything in those classes. So that kept me like afloat. And then during those periods, I would either be like on my phone the whole time or playing video games on cool math back when Flash was still like alive. Or I'd be playing sport. So All I right. think, yeah, so I think I had a pretty easy college career. How, not college career, high school career. What about you? How was your um, UIL events? I was a very, uh, I did a lot of, where'd you, where'd you go to high school at? Oh, here in Texas? I went to high school in Texas and I'll leave it at that. Let's leave it at that. You don't have to, like I said, <laughs> closed book on this uh, this one. And this is a closed book. Okay, Amethyst, what is your social? Can I get your mother's maiden name at least? No. Okay. Don't ever ask again. Don't call here again. <laughs> this is, it, the, oh my God. We are 17 minutes into this podcast episode and it is the end of the podcast this is a this is a commercial break we're, we're cutting it out <laughs> um my high school uh my high school career was it was it was it was i had a lot of fun you know i was uh, a a uil kid i did a one act play and uh did your school do uil and one act play stuff like that mm -hmm. uh, so yeah it's a texas, everybody in texas did it then mm -hmm. um i was uh that's where i discovered my love for acting uh, my love of the theater which i quickly started to hate uh theater oh. theater kids uh theater uh people Whew, those are rough people i mean they're <laughs> probably no better than podcasting people who, who are we saying we're now we're now podcasting people Damn. Uh, if i can get one of these uh, uh videos these uh <laughs> audio files to upload um uh but i I was uh, I was single throughout my entire uh, high school career. I was uh, it was a very small high school, uh, mm -hmm. I believe. The so it was it was actually uh, middle school or uh, elementary, middle school, and high school jammed into one. Mm. A population of about 160. Damn, that's uh, in in the this town I think had like a thousand people in it, if that. So it was a microscopic town, microscopic living. Uh, a running joke in high school was uh, she wouldn't even fuck Joseph. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. So I was, uh, I mean, I was, I'm, I, look at me. We talked about it last episode. We're talking about it this episode. Uh, I, we're, I'm a big old guy. And I know I'm a big old guy. Actually, I got a, speaking of being a big, big old guy, my doctor prescribed me an amphetamine. <laughs> what does that mean? Look at this cute little speckled blue pill. What is that? What is that supposed to do? It's 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 speed. What? It's weight loss speed. Shit. What? Uh, actually, my mom's calling me. Uh, I don't know why she's calling me. What time is it? No, she just got off of work. We usually, we you know, I talk to my mom every day. I love my mom. We love. I love my family. Uh, I got. Uh, okay, we got it. We got. I got brother issues. Maybe one day I'll feature my brother on the podcast. That'd be fun. We talk about his uh, PTSD he's not dealing with. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. Did we just get real on the podcast? It just got after dark. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> what are you drinking? It is Voodoo Ranger Fruit Force. Well, is that it's alcohol? A fruit, it's a fruit punch IPA. What well, do you only drink hard liquors? Do you not, not a beer, not a beer guy? No, I think beer tastes like rat shit. Um, 
Well, Sorry. Yeah, I, IPAs, 100%. It's you're you're right off the money. You're right. <laughs> off the money. One thing, I, I, one thing we we haven't talked about in 2023 yet. What's your pronouns? I go by any pronouns. Fun fact: not many people know that. Most people just assume she, her, or they, them. But I go by any. I don't really care. Like I said, uh, my small town of Hermley, uh, I it, it wasn't a pronoun. I guess you could say it wasn't a pronoun culture. So uh, nobody really gave a shit uh, or worried enough to uh, ask somebody their pronouns. So any pronouns, my pronouns are he, him, obviously. Mm -hmm. I, guess, I guess it's not obvious anymore, right? Yeah, I've been using them the whole time, dog. <laughs> what is that? I said I've been using them the whole time. Yeah, let's 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 hope so. Hey, wouldn't it be wild if I, if I you know, I'm not going to make the joke. I'm not going to get canceled today. <laughs> like I said, yeah. thinking before I talk. Mm -hmm. It wasn't going to be a bad joke. It was just going to be a joke. Like, wouldn't it be wild if it were she, her? But then again, it wouldn't be wild if it was she, her. Because that's my fucking choice. Is it my choice? Amethyst, is that my choice? I mean, yeah, if you want to be called she, her. What did you, what did you expect me to fucking say to that question? <laughs> no, man, I'm just, I'm asking, I'm asking, do you have to be, is it like uh, trans where you have to have some kind of body dysmorphia? Uh, to be, uh, to, right? Is that not right? You do not have to have body dysmorphia. To be dysmorphia? Trans. Gender dysmorphia. Gender dysmorphia. Gender dysmorphia, right? You Is don't have right? to have either of those things to be trans. Okay. Hey, thank you. Thank you. I don't know. I, I got to do my fucking You're a journalist. You're a journalist. You should know this. Who have you been reporting on? Who? Who is your editor? <laughs> Whoa. I... I thought you had. I, I th okay, that's. I, I did not know that. I that's. It's very outdated. Then. Simply want to identify as trans. Okay. By definition, I believe this might. I will preface this way. I could be wrong, but I believe I am trans by the definition of like I do not feel as though I'm called to specifically one gender within like the gender binary. Like I don't feel traditionally womanly. I don't feel traditionally manly i don't feel masculine or feminine i just kind of am myself so with that being said i am trans because i no longer fit into the like bar of woman or man and strictly sticking to the gender binary and i don't experience gender dysphoria i don't experience body dysphoria that is not applicable applicable to everybody fun fact did not know that hey, yeah you know what? Amethyst. thank you <laughs> amethyst Thank you so much for, for educating this dumb white man. Uh, uh, do you have any pets at home? Or is it, do you have any pets at uh, at back at your parents' place? Not really, no. Never had a pet growing up? I did. I had a couple. I had um, mostly dogs and one cat. No, I had a couple cats. One was named Huckleberry, and he was fucking awesome. He lived outside. And he lived in like my family's like um, backyard and he would um, really just keep out quote unquote vermin. So like keep out squirrels. And from time to time he'd kill a locust and then bring it to us like a <laughs> an offering. What about you? Are you a pet person? Do you have pets back home now or in the past? Well, I, uh, I have a, a kitten. Oh, right? oh, right. oh never, mind, never mind, never mind, never mind. Fuck that guy. <laughs> yeah, you would think they're supposed to be cute. Yeah. 
you see this very important piece of, I probably shouldn't be, so I'm going to show the back. This is the back. See this very important piece of government document here? Is that a piece of poop on it? Yeah. Oh. That motherfucker brought it to, literally walked it over to me after he, he's, he's a, he, it's a boy kid. His name is Acorn. Uh, it was actually, uh, it was, I actually proposed to my fiance with Acorn. That's uh, cute. And it, it, we named him, uh, uh, acorn because they'll grow in well together will grow into something stronger like an That's oak fucking adorable y'all are it's so fucking like i'm adorable aren't i i am a sweetheart aren't i uh so but going back to uh i, I we're supposed to love cats they're cats they're cats mm -hmm. they're they're helpless they need us to survive therefore we should have the urge to have them survive i tell you what i've never wanted i've never hated a cat more than i hate this cat that's of course insane. I'm being of course I'm being facetious. I love this cat, but hyperbolically, I hate this cat. He's being a little shit stain. Uh, we're getting him. Uh, he's we got him. Uh, I didn't know this. <laughs> uh, I didn't. My doctor said I sh uh, I I messed up by doing, or my vet said I messed up by doing this. Got him off of Craigslist when he was four weeks old. Uh, yeah, that'll do her. That'll that'll do him. Very, uh, I think uh, we tra traumatized the poor little kid. I, I didn't know, I didn't do, I didn't know this until I researched it after the fact. Yeah, uh, we're not like neglectful parents. Lila, Lila works from home, works from home, so she's very doting. With uh, was very doting. Uh, mm -hmm. Soft food, uh, eyedropper, even wiped the fucking ass to get it to to uh, get it to poop like a mom would do with uh, with his tongue. You, uh, not she didn't use her tongue; she used a paper towel. Uh, wouldn't that, wouldn't that be something? Well, come here, welcome home, dear. Give me a kiss. Oh so, God! But I, I love. Uh, I'm. I love. I love my cats. But uh, they're really giving me. Uh, they're really, really chapping my ass. We're giving you a run for your money. That they are. Uh, last last podcast we revealed to the world we are. Uh, I'm an Aries. Mm -hmm. And you are a Pisces, of course. Yep, that's me. Uh, what what is your what your give us? I I did my chart. I've never done my chart before. Give yeah. us give me the rundown. Okay, so I will preface this like I'm not like a professional or anything. I just am like dorky and like cool internet trends. Okay, um, so we both downloaded the app Sanctuary. I don't know if I'm allowed to name drop, so I will say we both download. I already said it, but if you want me to say it again. <laughs> For journalists, cite your right, yes. For journalistic purposes, we are not getting paid to say this. I just genuinely like them. I was referred to them by a friend, so we put in all of our information. And Sanctuary is really good at giving you a breakdown of like your chart, and this includes both your houses and your planets, along with alignments, like um, whatever. So I'm a Pisces Sun. That means I was born from like January, not January. February 20th to March 20th, I was born in that time frame, and so I'm a Pisces. Um, so I'll just read down. Oh God! <laughs> you're, showing me, you're showing me an angel. Like she just showed me her uh, phone, and it was just an, a, a bright white a light white screen. It won't even like. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. So, so with um, Sanctuary, it gives you, if you go ahead and tap on the 
sun if you go to your chart down below and tap on planets on the top right and tap sun it tells you what the hell where am i it tells you all of your sun information so pisces and sun your sun sign is the most familiar entry point to your birth chart this is the essence of your chart and, and can influence the way in which other planetary energies are expressed a sun in pisces means or says pisces sun is creative intuitive compassionate and dreamy Symbolized by the fish, Pisces is a water sign and its ruling planet is Neptune. When anxious or lacking enough rest, watch out for escapism, delusion, destructiveness, and self-pity. That sounds pretty fucking sad. <laughs> but it's, you know, it could be worse. Anyways, do you want to read your sun sign? My sun sign? Let me see here. Uh, my sun... Oh, yeah, okay. My sun rules identity and yours is an airy uh, to the 19th degree in yeah. your ninth house whatever house so I'm, i have nine houses now is that what that means no no <laughs> that's not what that means but there's 12 houses your sign just so happens to be in the ninth one i have 12 houses holy shit that's all right sure man anyways read the fucking description <laughs> i'm having a good time uh, I, I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, okay. So, hmm. your first house is uh, rising in Leo. No, chill out. We're doing we're doing planets. Go to the planets tab. Okay, planets. Okay, go into the planets tab. Amateur podcasters doing amateur things. And then go to uh, Sun. I'm on Sun. There you go, and you can read from there. Okay. Individuals with Venus in the ninth house uh, are attached to foreign cultures and philosophies. But should be cautioned not to filter word word way filter yeah. way wordly from one interest to the next. I get that. I get that. You know, I uh, uh, I have ADHD, and the only way I passed math was Japanese house music. That's crazy. Just full, just blasting as loud as can be in my ears. I, I love. It. I, I I it's uh, fantastic. Uh, I don't understand. Hey, I don't know what they're saying. They got passion. Period. Uh, Mercury in Taurus. Does that make sense? Yeah. Scroll down until you find your sun sign. And then oh, we can... okay. Yeah. Uh, my uh, sun is in Aries. There you go. Uh, uh, Aries' sun is passionate, fearless, enthusiastic, playful, and independent. Symbolized by the ram. Yeah, I, I know that. But the people don't know. The people have to know. Okay, okay. I guess I guess we are explaining it to the people. Uh, symbolized by a ram, Aries is a fire sign and ruled by the planet of Mars and is not all fun and games. Wait a minute. <laughs> Watch out for bossiness, impulsivity, bad tempers, hey, uh, competitiveness, short-sightedness, and short-sightedness on a bad day. It just says I'm an asshole. No, it's okay. Mine says that I'm an escape artist, so it's fine. Escape artist. Yeah. So we're going to try to do, let's do our big three. So we're going to do our sun sign, our moon sign, and our rising sign. Okay. So my sun sign is Pisces, and I'll read you my moon sign. My please. moon sign, what's up? I said please. Yeah. So your, where the fuck am I? All right. So your moon sign, or my moon sign says, in your birth chart, your moon sign represents your inner world and emotional framework used to navigate through life. So with that being said, 
your sun sign is like kind of who you are like period and then your moon sign is who you are inside if that makes any sense um and then your rising sign is how, usually how other people perceive you so if I didn't know like you, I'm just gonna throw this out here. If I didn't know you, I'd associate you with like being um, like a Gemini or maybe an Aquarius or something. If I didn't know, I'm just throwing something out there. I don't, I don't know you well enough. You, we, I, we've already, we've only been in like two classes together. We've already established this last podcast, <laughs> but yeah. So my moon sign is in Aries. Aries moons tend to have high energy levels and overwhelming sense of urgency and a competitive streak. They can be quick to make a decision and quick to change their mind. They feel their emotions with immediacy and intensity, causing their reactions to change with new information. There's no filter here. Aries moon needs excitement and freedom or they become restless. What is your moon sign? Uh, my moon sign is in Taurus. Okay. But Taurus moon is motivated by stability. They'll rapidly invest emotional energy in support of their loved ones especially when trust and longevity longevity is established. For the Taurus moon, emotions are uh, connected to the physical body and material world. Beauty and material comforts will motivate their behavior. A connection to the na uh, natural world uh, can restore... Oh, uh, uh, a connection to the natural world can restore balance uh, in an intense moment. Reading is difficult sometimes. You're doing awesome. 10 out of 10. Um... What, 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 uh, what, okay, have you, do you, uh, I think we established last podcast, are you a religious person? I am. You are? Are you, are you spiritual or are you religious? I'm Christian, but Christian? I'm still kind of in between right now. Mm -hmm. Like, oh man, that's a conversation for not here. <laughs> but I don't know, I'm still kind of like finding what works best for me. So I am religious slash spiritual mm -hmm. um i think there's some truth to astrology i feel like there's too much that goes into it for it all to be fake and if you can write off astrology as fake you can probably write off any other religion as fake as well so i don't know i'm a believer in um just kind of believe what you want to believe so long as you're not doing anyone any harm do you uh how much credit would you give uh signs would you let do you let it uh not, not take over your day but do you like it says to stay inside. Are you going to stay inside? I, it depends. Like, okay, I get horoscopes from these apps and like, yeah, you can make fun of me. Like, oh, you listen to an app when it tells you to brush your teeth. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. Maybe sometimes I fucking do. <laughs> but like my, my horoscopes usually kind of motivate me to get up and do something. Like say um, this upcoming Thursday, I had every intention to stay inside and maybe study. If my horoscope says go outside or let's let's actually see what it says today. Um, so for today's horoscope, it says resist taking on too much today when the cancer moon squares off. With actually, this is a bad one. No, it's not a bad one. It's just, I can't think of an example to give with this one. So we're gonna check CoStar, the other app. This one's really popular. They have a TikTok account. So this one, it's usually very vague. So it's kind of open to interpretation. CoStar says for today, find grace under pressure. So if I'm like have intentions of studying and I'm like maybe studying this upcoming Thursday or whatever, and I'm getting like super stressed out about it, I feel like I'm super like under pressure that like that little gentle reminder is enough for me to be like, oh, maybe I should just chill out. You know, it's just kind of like 
a tidbit of advice for the day. You don't have to follow it. This equivalent of somebody walking up to you and being like, hey, you might want to um, value your friendships today. You're going to be like, well, no, I had, I was going to go get dinner alone today. I didn't want to do that. But you could also just be like, you know what? I will value my friendships. I'm going to go invite my friends out to eat with me. You know, it's, um, so I want to say yes. If my horoscope tells me to do something, I'll probably lean towards doing it or implementing it in my day. Are you the type that'll do that too? Or am I just insane? Oh, uh, I, I, I guess I view uh, religion. Uh, uh, I took I took an anthropology class in college, mm-hmm. and I've uh, since then uh, a religious anthropology class. And since then, I've uh, I used to be so staunchly atheist, uh, where uh, I would, you know, I would think I would. Unfortunately, I would think that people uh, uh, Christians, you know, weren't were getting anything out of it. Uh, I see mm-hmm. now uh, that that's not the case. Even though I don't believe in the uh, in the forces that be. People are still getting, you know, uh, redemption. Uh, they're getting forget. They're getting, uh, you know, family forgiveness for uh, through Christianity, through Catholicism, through whatever it, whatever religion it be. So I, mm-hmm. I'm, I've, uh, I would say I'm turned around. Not on the fact that like I, I, I believe uh, I have a personal belief, but that you know it can, it, it's doing good and it does, it, it it's capable of doing good. Just yeah. like you know, everything's capable of being bad. You know. <laughs> It's true. Um, I don't want to make this podcast specifically catered towards religion because I do know that that's a huge turnoff for people. But I wound up doing an interview over somebody here on campus. I'm not going to name drop her because I don't want to make her uncomfortable. But she wound up being a curse words already, so probably not. No, I don't know because she's generally like a really nice person and she just wants to keep to herself. Mm -hmm. Um, She was pagan and she was um, she she was affiliated with an organization here on campus, a religious one. And so she spoke out a lot in hopes of helping these students find a piece of themselves that they enjoyed or just kind of giving them a space to, you know, follow what you want to follow. And she wound up telling me the one thing that I walked away with was like, what can religion do for you rather than what can you do for your religion? It's almost in the sense of like, you are not your job. A lot of people will get so caught up in like, oh, I'm a... um, I'm a businessman. I have to be like business, business, business. You are not your job. Like you are your own person. You make the choices that you want to make. You know, it's a lot more freeing. And so when I say that I'm Christian, it's not specifically like you're going to interpret me however you want to interpret me. And I can't control that. Um, I don't know. It's more so just like pick up something that helps you, you know, but don't let that dictate and control you unless that's what you wanted to do, you know? Take it in stride. Who, you know, it's, you'll be fine. Just don't hurt nobody. Don't do anything illegal and then you should be fine. <laughs> but anyways. Now give, uh, give us your, uh, your rising sign. Oh yeah, yeah. Back to the task at hand. My rising sign is in Gemini. My, in, okay. I'm quoting this from Sanctuary. In your birth chart, the sign that your rising occupies reveals how your presentation and personalities is expressed toward others. In short, how most people would perceive me if they did not know me. Um, This is all how you present yourself and how you are seen by other people. Um, Rising in Gemini. Gemini rising sees... Oh my gosh. Gemini rising sees life through the lens of their curiosity, feeling an obsession for information. For a Gemini rising, communication is the primary method for achieving their goals. So they learn how to speak and interact in many different ways. 
They want to understand what makes people tick so they can improve the world around them and help others achieve their goals. Rock on! What are you? I like that one. That one sounds real. That one sounds real. <laughs> uh, my rising sign is Leo. Okay. Leo rising has a burning desire to express uh, what makes them unique. Uh, consequently, they're great at noticing special qualities uh, in others. Uh, I have dyslexia, and so sometimes periods disappear out of nowhere. Well, it's fine. Take your time. <laughs> uh, uh, qualities in others. Uh, for for Leo rising, it is uh, critical to cultivate a sense of self-expression and put or a personal agency. Uh, their need to shine uh, dictates how they engage with the world around them. They're most fulfilled uh, when they feel valued and can communicate how they value others. I, completely, I, I, I agree. I was, uh, uh, I was in a, a, a loose management role when I worked at Academy. Uh, basically, I was, a, uh, I was a team lead uh, as well. I, would, I was barely a team lead. But they, they told me, uh, but anytime like somebody, they tasked me with tasking other people to do things, I would always like, I would always like talk to them and uh, make them like, hey, man, I, I don't know. I felt like I was maybe not, maybe wasn't sleazy as I'm making it sound. Uh, but I would always like, you're, you're, uh, you're, you're fucking G, you're, you're, no, you're good at logistics. You're good at uh, big uh, projects. This person's great at customer service. Uh, as where this person doesn't succeed at customer service, but they're great at logistics. You know what I mean? Mm hmm. Weird. I don't know. I don't, I don't, it's, I guess it's harder for me to see how my, um, like chart applies to me because I'm not usually like super aware of it. Like I really just read this stuff for fun or, you know, like if I'm in a conversation literally like this is when I bring it up and that's how I've talked about it so much because I had a friend and he was heavy into like astrology. Like he lived, well, he, I wouldn't say he lived by it, but that was something that impacted like who he would hang out with and he would be like, I do this too, but if I like ate like, if we're at a restaurant and I was like, yeah, could I please get like asparagus with fries or whatever, something stupid. And then they come back with asparagus and cheese. I'll be like, oh, I would like asparagus and fries, please. Could you send it back? This is just a hypothetical. He'll be like, oh yeah, that's so Pisces. Like you would just do little stuff like that. And that would kind of, I guess, reinstill like uh, the astrology. I don't know. But I've, I don't know why I went on that tangent. But yeah, no, no, no. That's why I don't sometimes with podcasting, I've learned, I've done, I've recorded three shows now. Mm -hmm. uh, one I've just recorded by myself. Sometimes words just appear. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes stories just appear. Yeah. But um, yeah, all that to say, like, I don't see it too much blossoming in me. I guess I could see it with some. We can go into more if you want. Thankfully, with Sanctuary, it tells you all the planets. I'll, I'm, I'm not going to list them because it's a lot, and it goes through all 12 of your houses. So if you want to go deep into this, or if you want to move topics, how are you feeling? We will put in the description this uh, sanctuary. Uh, I want to talk about mental health, though. Okay. Uh, you, uh, uh, how, is your, or how would you describe your mental health journey? Are you seeing a therapist these days? No, that's a lot of money. <laughs> yes, you know, one, absolutely, it's a lot of money. Do you, I mean... I guess I don't know how open I don't know how uh, how much you want to go into it. Do you have health insurance? Yeah, I think so. If I, got I eight. if I say I think so, that means I probably do. So I'm just gonna say yes. I have a uh, uh, I think it's Obamacare. You know, thank you for paying paying your taxes. I appreciate you. Thank you for paying. <laughs> um, 
and I'm uh, I'm not seeing a therapist. I'm taking like I like I showed my my pill case last uh, last episode. I got pills for days for uh, for anything you could possibly want. Am I supposed to be drinking on them? I don't think so. Uh -oh. <laughs> I think no. I'm on an SSRI, and I believe SSRIs. If you drink, it's like drinking four beers or three or something like that. It's like uh -oh. dumb. It's, it's a lot more. So uh, driving. I mean, driving while drinking is never an option, right, guys? Uh, what year is it? Uh, uh, but I'm not seeing a therapist either. I, I'm, I'm right at the, I'm hot and heavy with my one of my last semesters at UNT and at, in college. So I'm, I'm really struggling with that. Uh, how are your classes going? They're pretty good. Uh, they could be worse. Um, so far, so good. I think I'm leading with, like straight A's except for one class, unless because I turned the assignment in like a week late. So shout out to the professor for taking it. Um, yeah. But still, like, I feel like I could have gotten some leeway, but it's whatever, I'm just bitter because I want a good grade. But going back to mental health, like I am interested in going to therapy, but excuse me, I'm drinking kombucha, so I'm burping like a shit ton, but <laughs> I'm interested in going to therapy, but in the sense of like our campus resources, they're typically very full. Um, and I also didn't want to do it because I feel like it'd be a lot to do like school, work, my other work, and then orgs, and then discovering like, who am I? <laughs> That's like, I feel like you gotta be out of school. Well, you don't have to, if you can handle it, you can handle it. But for me, no. Were you interested in getting a therapist? Uh, I've been uh, in and out of therapy uh, when, uh, back, fuck, dude, what was it? Yeah, I guess it was 2012. My aunt, Ron, my aunt Rhonda passed away. Uh, mm -hmm. I, uh, my, she had a, uh, a four year battle with, uh, please don't sue, please do not sue me, Aunt Rhonda. Uh, I think it was pancreatic cancer. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, but I mean, that, don't quote me. I'm not a fucking, I'm not an encyclopedia. I've smoked so much weed. Uh, I've lost all memories of uh, childhood, so I don't know when, when it started. Uh, she uh, had pain, pain, I'm going to say pancreatic cancer, and mm -hmm. that was the first time I experienced loss, uh, and it it was traumatic. It, it was it was it was it was slow going, but when it happened, it was traumatic. Mm -hmm. I uh, was a wreck. Uh, I was. Thirteen, fifteen, fourteen years old, around that age, and uh, I, re I reclused. I went, I went in, I went inside, and I, I was silent uh, for a long time. Uh, I was, uh, I was a class clown, uh, and that stopped. And then suddenly, uh, it was just, it was silent from jo from old Joey, and everybody, and and a lot of people, the community around me. You know, th for small towns being what they are. Uh, the community came around and was like, and like told my, and like came to my mom and was like, yeah, something's wrong with this kid. Uh, this, kid's, this kid's a fucking depressed mess. Uh, and so I went into grief therapy. And um, a few years later, my baby cousin, uh, I'm here, uh, I'm, an, I'm the exact opposite. I am an open book. My baby mm -hmm. cousin, uh, 13 years old, was drinking and driving. Whoa. You fucking heard that right. 13 years old. Drinking and driving, dude. That's crazy. Yeah, it's wild. It's it's wild, wild stuff. 
Uh, and so I went into grief therapy for that again. And so uh, I've gotten to the point where I can compartmentalize anything. Okay. <laughs> like, I, I, I mean. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I was talking to my fiance about my dark humor and she, mm -hmm. she's worried about my dark humor for coming on the show. I was about to, I was about to say, I could see somebody get shot and five seconds later, compartmentalize. Oh my God. <laughs> That's how you process, man. Just don't be hurting folks. It's just like a uh, compartmentalization and I'm done. <laughs> Dove joke. I gotta, I'm not a comedian. I mean, I'm, like I said, amateur doing amateur stuff. Have you ever thought about doing stand-up comedy? <laughs> Me? No. Yeah. I'm only good with comedy when I'm with people that I've been friends with for so long as time. So that means I'm not funny. Um, a lot of my jokes are like corny or just like me making noises or me just exaggerating like little things. Like I'll like if you order a burger, like we could be at our burger place and you order a burger and I'll just like look at you like with a stupid face. Like that's comedy to me. I have a pretty simple sense of humor, but I think where I start to differ with other people is um, like dark comedy. So fun fact, well, not fun fact. I usually say that as a preface to just a piece of tidbit of information that I know. So tidbit, not everybody has the same definition of dark humor. So someone will make a joke about something like they've experienced, like um, hypothetically someone who has been like uh, in, in some traumatic in, like incident, they'll make a joke about the traumatic incident, whether they were in it or just the traumatic incident, period. That makes sense. Some people consider dark humor to just say slurs. That's not funny. <laughs> That's not funny. I don't understand that. So yeah, I forgot the initial question. Where are we? I, dark humor. Uh, my dark humor is, I would call it, uh, I, what am I trying to say? Uh, Self-deprecating. Yeah. Uh, that's I'm good. always talking about how I'm a fat piece of shit, how I'm going to die of cancer, <laughs> how, I, oh. how I have diabetes. Or, uh, or it's something, or uh, I guess it's something to talk to a therapist about. I was talking to my, okay, I was talking to my fiance mm -hmm. uh, this morning about toxic masculinity. Um, yeah. And how, as a man, I am, uh, as a white, as a, as a, not white, as a presenting male, I am, like, expected to, like, die for the woman, <laughs> you know? Uh, no. You, okay, you know, I feel the, I feel the pressure. I don't know, I don't know if it's, like, I'm making it up. But I certainly feel like. Uh, but with you talking about like, dog, I took I take like race and gender classes, the patriarchy and its consequences. You think women are oppressed? I'm not gonna put it in like the pain Olympics dynamic. Where like men have it worse, women have it worse. I'm not gonna say that. Everyone has it bad. So I don't think you're any less of a man for not wanting to shove your fucking face in front of a bullet for your partner. I think you wanting to run away from a situation like that is completely normal. Motherfucker, you're a person. <laughs> Most people want to live another day. Exactly. Like, uh, but unfortunately, I grew up in a, uh, in, a, in a family of warrior class. You know, I was in a military family. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm the only male that didn't go, that did, that's not in Afghanistan right now. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, my, uncle, my uncle was shot uh, in Iraq in 2008 uh and so here i am uh not going into the army and i and i feel like i'm a coward because i'm not going and getting shot at uh by who are they fighting now russians or are we still in afghanistan are we still harassing poor people in afghanistan 
I do not. I don't really keep up with war efforts. Um, I will say you're not any less of a person for not wanting to put yourself in harm's way. We're not really living in a time where there's war in our streets, so you don't need to feel obligated to do that. I'm not a therapist, and you can take what I'm saying in stride or you can leave it be. But um, you shouldn't beat yourself up for not being like your family. You're your own person. You didn't, if you were supposed to be like them, you would have came out as your brother. You would have came out as your dad. You would be like a complete copy of them. And you're not. So um, with all due respect, suck it up. You're fine. Live life to the fullest. You don't have to do that. And you shouldn't feel like less of a man. It makes me always sad because in my classes, we do talk about not only like, like women and like minority groups, but we do talk about men. We do talk about the quote unquote oppressors. And it's in the sense of like, uh, the patriarchy has like the the construction the constructors of the patriarchy have put themselves in a box that none of us can escape. So with that information and how you feel now, you can use that information to tell others how you feel. You know, and you can let people know, like, yeah, I'm not crazy for not wanting to be on the front lines of a war, and you should probably tell them that because you might save them a lot of trouble. You might not have to deal with um, more mental health like scavenging. Let's just like, jeez, hurt people hurt people. Hurt people will hurt people. And they might not even know that they're hurting and they might not even know that they're hurting someone else. So I'm sorry that you had to experience that. And I hope you don't feel peer pressure to do something that you don't want to do. Yeah, I, I of course, I mean, uh, you, you said it a while ago, fight or flight. Uh, mm -hmm. I don't like, if it comes down to it, if I hear a gunshot, I'm probably... Yeah, I'm no, probably out. jumping out a window. I wouldn't. I'm not sticking around. Fun fact: We had a school shooting scare back in my high school, and I do remember. Well, yeah, I remember sadly very clearly. It wound up being fraud, so nobody was hurt in the sense of gunshots. But I attended a very large school, so people, many students were trampled over. But Ooh. it was in one of the major hallways, and I remember seeing like flashing lights on the ceiling and banging noises like behind me. And this is like, they called it Main Street or whatever, because it was like the biggest like hallway going through the entire school. So there's like, like a lot of kids like swimming like fish through this hallway. It's like two way traffic really, or one way traffic. It's like two lanes going opposite ways, whatever. And the first thing I did was run because people were screaming behind me and people behind me were starting to run and people in front of me were starting to run. So you just had to kind of match pace. Ugh, crazy. But yeah, man, just try to keep yourself safe. And no, you're not a coward for not wanting to fucking save somebody. Chillax. You might feel like shit afterward, but you know, that's that's future Joe's problem. Is that, you know, like, that's what it is, uh, survivor's guilt or something like that? Mm -hmm. uh, it, it's, uh, I've, uh, I've never experienced anything like that, or, or even a fake, or even a false school shooting. That's, that's still terrifying. Yeah, it wasn't fun. Would not recommend. Uh, I got uh, one more thing on the list here. Uh, yes. uh, addictions, you know, both superficial and real. Uh, I have, I'm, I'm uh, I guess I don't know what I'm talking about. Su uh, superficial, I guess, is I'm talking like I'm addicted to, uh, I guess uh, you can be addicted to caffeine. Or more like I'm addicted to eat eating, uh, or addicted to watching Netflix or watching uh, uh, Marvel movies, something like that. What What is your... What is your superficial uh, addiction and what is your real addiction? If you want to get into, into your real addictions. 
real addiction would be sugar. I know some people might not classify that as like a like a substance. Like that's not something that like I. Well, no, I guess I technically do go through the symptoms of like withdrawal. <laughs> it's right. not like, an illegal substance or anything. It's sugar. But in America, it's commonly found in everything. Like I'm drinking kombucha and this is supposed to be like, quote unquote, like a good, like healthy alternative. And even in this entire thing, it's 20, like, I can't read. Oh, Lord. 26% of my daily value of sugar. And this is a pretty black, it's a pint. That's like a thing of ice cream. But like mine is straight sugar. Like I eat candy every day, cookies, ice cream. Like I have to have something sweet once a day. And sometimes like when I'm hungry, that's like, that'll be the only thing that I eat. Like I'll eat an entire thing of cookies or like a whole pint of ice cream. It's just like, you know, it varies. That would be my actual addiction. If we're going to call it that my superficial addiction, I don't think I have one yet. It's looking like it's going to be plants. I'm super into plants right now. I don't know what, no, I know what came over me. Um, I worked at a plant shop over the summer. So that's not good. I worked at a plant shop over the summer and I wound up getting super into plants and no matter where I go, no matter how often I go out, I always seem to come back with another plant in my hands. I'm going to say that's my superficial one. Um, I, I'm addicted to, I'm an alcoholic. Hi, mm -hmm. I'm Joseph. I'm an alcoholic. Oh. Uh, I, uh, I, I have a classic definition. I can't uh, go one drink. I can't go a, a day without drinking, right? Uh, mm. And I can't have just one drink. Uh, last night, or the previous podcast, we podcasted yesterday, I was drinking uh, vodka, co uh, coconut rum, and cranberry juice. I spent the entire night vomiting it up. Oh my gosh, are you okay? I'm, I'm, well, I'm all right, I'm perfect, I'm perfect. <laughs> uh, so you might wanna talk to this with your therapist. Exactly. Exactly. I'm, I'm actually going to, or I, you know, it's, it's AA. You're not supposed to talk about going to AA because there's not supposed to be a, uh, an icon of AA, but uh, I'm going to uh, something called smart recovery. Mm -hmm. um, and it's, it's basically secular uh, Alcoholics Anonymous without, uh, and, and alcoholic, alcoholic Anonymous doesn't, Alcoholics Anonymous doesn't necessarily mean Christianity. It's not necessarily a Christian organization, but they do mm -hmm. talk about a big book. They do talk about spirituality, uh, mm -hmm. spirituality. They do talk about uh, religious aspects, and because that's like like we said earlier, it's uh, people get things out of that. People get a piece uh, from religion. Uh, I'm also I, I give into I give into all of my uh, uh, addictions very easily. I smoke. Mm -hmm. I literally wake up first thing I do. I pack a ball. <laughs> Yeah, dude. I don't know. You can cut this out if you don't want me to say it. But for our first podcast, like before we started recording, we were testing like Joe picked up a bong and immediately hit. I was like, whoa, right before the cast. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Jeez. yeah, that's that's funny. Uh, that's so funny. I love when somebody says, like, does it affect it's like you're affected now. Right. I'm like, no. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I've, I'm to the point where I I. If I have more than four beers, I don't. I don't feel it. I don't feel drunk anymore. I feel mm -hmm. sober. I feel sober all over again. I don't drive, but I feel like I feel like I could drive. And when I'm smoking weed, I don't feel high anymore, man. I'm yeah. just doing it to smoke, to feel, 
to feel like because okay that's not entirely true um i have this uh i have severe anxiety that makes my heart hurt it makes my heart ache like uh like it like like you're like you're having heartbreak basically uh and it feels so shitty and i don't know and uh so uh, i smoke weed that goes away immediately i start thinking uh self-deprecating negative thoughts i smoke weed goes away immediately uh what's that song uh stress and depress stress and depression weighing on my mind like acid raindrops i uh, smoke mary jane to make the pain stop uh Acid Raindrops. I got to find out who that's uh, by. But a uh, fantastic song. Maybe it'll play us out at the end of this podcast. But uh, what about you? You smoke weed? No, I do not. Sorry, I cannot relate to that one. I think it smells like shit. No offense. It's literally described as skunky. Yeah. So you're not wrong. You're not and it's wrong. Also, yeah, babe, it's illegal. <laughs> and it's illegal. Okay. <laughs> who are you, the police? I'm not, but I'm not affiliated with this man. I do not know where he gets his substances from. I'm a snitch. I'm a it, snitch. It, it now every uh, and now it comes to the point of every recording with Amethyst on the ABJK network. Satire. What? No. <laughs> it's satire. None of this was real. All an illusion. All um, hypothetical. Uh. There's oh actually on a so you don't you don't smoke we don't you don't partake partake uh, partake in weed culture. Um, what about music festivals? You a big fan of music festivals? No, I've never been to one, and I don't think I enjoy it. I don't think I'd enjoy a music festival or a concert. I've noticed. I think from a really young age, I can't handle large crowds of people. It's just stressful. I guess it's because like it's I personally find them super overstimulating. And even if it's like um like an event outside, like during like daytime, like let's say like the fair or something, like I can enjoy myself, but like I have to kind of be brisk when I'm walking through crowds. I don't like to hang around them too much. I don't like it's just a lot, it's just congested. And if you implement like music or flashing lights or like a series of different colors or just you know, stimulating things to the eyes or ears or nose. I'm going to just not love it. So I'm going to say no, Joe. I do not care for music festivals, but not to shit on anybody who does. They're just not my type of scene. Well, speaking of music festivals and hating live, do you hate live music? Do you go to live music at all? I don't hate it, but I've never gone to any. I've passed the by it from time to time. Like some places that I'll be at, they'll have like a band playing. Like just, well, it's been a variety of music. They'll just have people playing music. I can enjoy it, but I won't be in the in the throes of it. I'll be somewhere in the distance, listening in the shadows. Yeah, I I completely agree. Further away, the better. I went to a metal concert. I watched Bong, Bongzilla. Yeah. Uh, actually, I left before Bongzilla went on stage. Oh my I, god. Oh no! This one guy was moshing by himself. Mm-hmm. How do you mosh by yourself? You, you you bump into people and they don't want you to bump into them. No. <laughs> he puts his hand or he puts his hand around me uh and goes, he goes, You're the best, you're my best friend. And I'm like, I love you, buddy. Unfucking real. That's awesome. At least it's he enjoyed himself. I, I was trying to get his number after the show so I could be, be I could be best buddies with this guy, but I think he got kicked out long before I left. Damn. He was oh, very bro. drunk. 
No, he's just moshing around. Just jumping by himself. And I was like, yeah, you you go, guy. Get into it, Brad. That's crazy. Uh, but Not I don't like- go to live music very often. I'm I'm the same way. I, I oh, crowds, no. <laughs> uh, I have too much, too much anxiety, too much going on. That's fair. I'm very much cafe type of person. I could... I can do a cafe, but I can't do places like Starbucks. I know some people like to go study in Starbucks. It doesn't even have to be on like a on a campus. It could just be a freestanding Starbucks. I cannot do that. I think Starbucks is one of the most stressful cafes like in this in this nation. It's just because they're always working so fast and just I don't know the energies are always off in there, so I can't love it. But I do love a good like hole in the wall cafe. If you see me looking up, it's because I'm looking at my plants. I'm dead ass. I might go buy another one. Hey, um, I got a. I work. I work at. I work at Home Depot now, merchandising plants. Come and see me for a plan. I could probably get you a discount. Bro, please, bro, please. (laughs) I heard you guys have rare varieties. I think some people were rumoring like it's called a snake plant, but it was in like the color silver. And I want to. I want to see if you got those because there's some plants that like box stores be selling. And they'll be super cheap because, like, they're rare and y'all don't know. But don't tell them that so we can get them for cheap. Um, What's the last movie you've seen? I don't know. I want to say Puss in Boots. Puss Puss in Boots Boots. is the last one. Yeah, and I fucking loved it. It was awesome. (laughs) It was a good movie. I like Jack Horner. I didn't see it. What? Uh, I'm sorry. I don't like animation. (laughs) That's like the only thing I watch. Ah, uh, I see. Well, actually, that's a lot. That that's a that's a lot. Uh, Steven Universe. Uh, I cry. I cry all the time. I I, I uh, that uh, no, it's Garnet. Garnet. That uh, that two person. Yes. Uh, <laughs> rose, right? Or rose yeah. Something. I just pulled out a Rose uh, Funko Pop because nobody could see. It's just her standing in her little dress. Uh, which honestly, like that, I, I love the I love the the animation. I love the depiction. Uh, I I stopped watching it. I don't know how many seasons they made after I stopped watching it. The last episode I actually saw was uh, that Garnet episode where she was. They were two people. Yeah. Uh, and that uh, that made me cry. The song I, I I listen to it all the time. It's fantastic. Garnet's one of my favorite characters. I think Steven Universe was good. I used to be a hater. I used to be like, Steven Universe is so stupid. Everyone was so annoying. And then I like grew up and I was like, but it was real as fuck. It was the realest of the fucking real. It was really is good. I was hating. <laughs> is Steven Universe over? Are they doing yeah, it? It's been over. I think we got a movie oh, and movie. they made like a they made like a sequel or an epilogue where you can follow Steven as he like after the war is over, to say the least. I got to get back into it. I didn't know there was a fucking war. Uh, yeah, so, uh, did they wrap up the Rose storyline? That's all. That's what I read. His mom uh, not getting to per, oh, parental stuff. Oh, it makes me cry. I still have my both my parents are still alive, but it's, it still makes me cry. Well, it's good. If you have the time or the effort or energy, you should totally watch it. I haven't seen the movie and I haven't seen Future, but I heard it was really good and I got a synopsis from somebody. So I didn't really sit down and watch it but i have seen steam universe start to finish like the official like seasons oh shit i get oh my god your name is amethyst 
Did you yes. have a spiritual connection with the character Amethyst? No, I actually fucking hated her. Ah! She was, it's like everyone I've met who's named Amethyst, like Amethyst from Steamy Universe. I'm watching Drag Race right now. And when this is going up, season 15 is still going. There's a drag star named Amethyst. And I didn't hate her. I was just really disappointed. <laughs> but she seems sweet. I just, I, I feel like she could have done better in the show. No, most, I don't. I hate, uh, I'm happy CV Universe is over because I used to get people like, oh, Amethyst, is that your real name? Yes, it's my real name. Oh, man. Why do you assume that it's fucking fake? You think I just came up with this shit? Anyways, it's just like, just say, oh, that's a pretty name. Like, just leave it at like that. It. <laughs> I like the name Amethyst. Thank you. It gets me a lot of compliments. And then some people just like drag it on for too long. Hold on, I'm going to look up. Uh, what, Amethyst, it's a purple gem, right? Mm-hmm. It's a purple quartz. I'm well, giving it a Google right now. Okay, yeah. Okay, yes. I, I've seen them before. Very pretty. They're very, yeah. I, I, I like them a lot. Cool name. Cool rock. Yeah. That's cool. There you uh, What do you got? Joey? What is that? A little kangaroo? That's not as cool. That's not I cool. think Joey's are awesome. I have a good friend named Joey. Joey from Friends. Not as cool. Not cool. Uh, are you a big Friends fan? I never watched it. I never got super into sitcoms. I started watching my first one. Like, I think my first sitcom was like The Office and then it was Parks and Rec and now it's Abbott Elementary. That's what I'm on now. And I really, really like it. So yeah, I just got done. I'm sorry, keep going. You're, you're, no, uh, no, I just got done watching Friends actually with my fiance. She, she loves Friends. I, I thought it was a little outdated. Uh, to be honest, well, yeah, isn't it from like 10 years ago? Yeah, it's from the 90s, uh, 20 years ago, 30 years oh. ago. Oh my god, 30 years ago. Oh. Um, actually, uh, who, who is this? Jennifer Aniston, uh, yeah. uh of, of Friends, uh, came, uh, did a, was in an interview, uh, an interview that went up on Vanity Fair. Mm -hmm. Uh, she said, and I quote, now it's a little tricky because you have to be very careful, which uh, makes it hard for comedians. Uh, fuck! I read the wrong part. <laughs> she's basically she's basically saying, uh, or she says that uh, kids, uh, there's a new generation of viewers that mm -hmm. are offended by stuff that used to be uh, quaint. Uh, you know, it used to be funny stuff. Like yeah. how uh, in Friends, if you're in a if you're a lesbian, you're seen you're a sexual. Uh, a very sexy uh, object, but if you're gay, you're disgusting. Yeah, because that's offensive. Precisely. What the fuck are you talking about? When was that ever funny? Like, okay, I yeah, apparently it was funny in the '90s. I didn't say it was funny, but I, I, I said it was funny in the '90s. Were some of the worst times. I was learning about this in my race and gender class, and a lot of the worst things came from the '90s in the sense of like objectification and shitty humor. And like I sympathize with comedians because it's like you you have to literally reinvent your like type of humor. But then I also listen to like what y'all are talking about in your jokes, and you'll make a joke about gay people, black people, or any like minority group, and then insult them, and then people will laugh. And it's like, dude, that was never funny. That was never funny. You guys just use laugh tracks over it, and so people habitually would laugh with the laugh track. But like, okay. What what did you just say? You just said lesbians are depicted as these sexual objects. You didn't even refer to them as people. And then gay people were like were disgusting. 
That's not funny. When was that ever funny? When was objectifying a person ever funny? I don't mean to sound like, I know people shit on like people who talk like this or whatever, because it's like, oh, it's so Twitter. I don't use Twitter. Like, okay. I found a book the other day. Don't, no. I found a book the other day and it was essentially saying, I think it was called like everything you need to know you learn in kindergarten. Think about it. When was it ever nice to make fun of someone? Never. When was it ever nice to hit someone? Never. When was it ever nice to bully someone? Never. When was it ever nice to laugh at someone who is different? Give me, give me, a, give me, give me something. What? Nothing. Sorry, Jack. You're, you hit it right on the head. Uh, it's a, you're, you're completely, did you, did you uh, get a chance to watch Chris Rock's uh, recent special? No. Isn't that the guy that got slapped? Yes. Yeah. What's up? No, Chris Rock. Uh, he in his in his uh, stand up. He was his last stand up special was in the nineties, actually, um, and it was filled. It was filled to the brim with uh, uh, the, the the slur for for uh, for gay people, uh, okay. the f slur for gay people, and uh, uh, depicted women in pretty bad light. Uh, and you would think in twenty twenty three. Are you in 2023? He did get he did get a little bit better. There was no he did or no that's not that's not true. He did use the slur for for gay people in the in his new special, uh, okay. but he quoted his brother while doing it. That doesn't uh, make which is which I would uh, would say is just like a white person quoting us quoting a song or quoting anybody else. Yeah, saying that's not, no. <laughs> no, is it not? Okay, I'm an idiot. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm not. I don't. I'm sorry. I wasn't listening to what you're saying. I was just saying, like, reinstilling, like, no, just because you're quoting somebody else. You're a journalist. If you got an interview from somebody that said a slur, you think your editor will let you keep that slur in the print? No. no. So don't say it. <laughs> um. And so Chris Rock said uh, a joke about uh, uh, gay people. He, he, he said, okay, now he said, uh, I don't know what the tangent was, but he said, you're not going to get uh, my, you're not going to get my real opinion on gay people in the joke. And it stopped at that. Right. And so now the joke is like insinuating that I'm homophobic, but I'm not, you're not going to, you're not going to cancel me liberals. Uh, so uh, comedy uh, people, comedians, you know, uh, what can I say? You have a microphone. Now we're really ripping off Keith and the girl because Keith and the girl talks about this all the time. Uh, you're you have a microphone in front of you. Say something. Say something funny, self-deprecating. Something about the president. Something about pol- politics. Why does it? Uh, why does it have to be ex- about gender politics or a, a gender identity or uh, sexuality uh, mm-hmm. or uh, racial uh, identity? Why does it have to? Why? Why can't? Why can't it just be general? You know. <laughs> yeah, that's why I went to one like stand-up show on campus some time ago and they had it was uh, a while and out meeting so while and out was this show i forgot from sometime in the past and they would have a bunch of segments and one of the segments was stand-up comedy or you had to make fun of the person you were up against it would be two people and you'd have to make fun of the other person and they'd have to make fun of you and you go back and forth or they had two people and they would take the third person and they both had to rag on the one person in the middle um these they were both men they were both men making jokes and the person that they called to the middle was a woman all the jokes were talking about how like lavacious she was how ugly she was how like she was either so sexy she could get it all quote unquote 
or she wasn't sexy at all and she could get none of it. It, it didn't stem too far from that. They would insult her looks. They would insult like, um, they would make implications of her. And none of this was funny to the point of even the judge was giving them er, 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 because it's like, you've taken something and went the cheese, it's low hanging fruit and it's also offensive. Like whenever I, um, this is why I don't really do too many comedies. This is why I like animation so much because it's, it's goofy, it's animated. It's literally like your, your pencil world. You can make, you could draw something and make a joke out of it. Like a cheeseburger, something harmless. But usually I know that a comedian's not funny if he has to make fun of someone that is no way affiliated with him. This is where we come back to like the dark humor or black comedy that we were talking about. Like it's okay for someone with cancer to make jokes about cancer. But if someone who doesn't have cancer makes jokes about cancer or people who suffer from cancer, you're just an asshole. You are not affiliated with this. You don't have a right to be speaking on something that has nothing to do with you. And arguably you could use the same logic against me. I don't know nothing about comedy, but you're putting this out into the world. So therefore I, I am allowed to have an opinion about it. Just, it's not hard to be funny. I don't think so. You guys just aren't trying hard enough. <laughs> or you have a good sense of humor. I think you're exactly right. Um, 